All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, February 8th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here on Monday and Tuesday, Sister Big Marcel. Marcel, man, what's going on? What's up, man? All good. How about you? Doing pretty good, man. Looking forward to talking about this card with you. It should be a great card. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Uh, lots of good fights on this card. 15 fights at this point, Marcel. I mean, <laughs> hopefully you don't lose any, but COVID era, it's like you never really know. So looking forward to talking about uh, this card with you. Um, and it should be a good one. So give me one sec. Just hopefully get some people in the chat. Sorry, I started a couple of minutes late today, but we'll get some people in here soon. Marcel, any other news that you had today? Um, it was kind of busy, but did you have anything else? No, I didn't have any breakings or whatever. I had the breaking like yesterday with the uh, Yuan Lines against um, Gabe Green. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Brett Okamoto broke that uh, Dan Ige is fighting Marcel Evloev on June 4th. So that's a good fight, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. And also, what was it? Uh, Jamie Pickettson against Bacchus, I think. That's another yeah. fight. So a couple of fights. But that's not where we're here. Obviously, we're here to talk about UFC 271, guys. So looking forward to that. We've got Joe in the chat. What's up, Joe? Yo. Glad you're here too, man. Um, yeah, Marcel, I mean, 15 fights. So it, there's something for everyone on this card, I think. Uh, it should be a good card, man. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. Let's get into it. So... We'll start with the we'll start with the first fight, Marcel. Let's work uh, work our way down. Hey, Kevin, what's up, man? No, no worries. Glad to have you here, Kevin. Glad to you're always welcome here. Glad to have you here. Um, let's start with the first fight and then work our way down the card, Marcel, as we always do. First fight of the night is a welterweight bout between Blood Diamond making his USA debut and Jeremiah Wells. Wells, big favorite here, minus two thirty. Blood Diamond plus one ninety. So, what do you think? Yeah, um, Mike Mathida, Blood Diamond. Um... I don't know too much about him, to be really honest. I know he's with uh, with Adesanya, he's with City Kickboxing. I know he has some good fights in kickboxing, um, but in MMA, I'm not familiar really with him. You know, I know he's uh, he's a he's a good striker. You know, but in my opinion, man, that's such a tough matchup. You know, against Jeremiah Wells. You know, Jeremiah Wells had that uh, great uh, knockout win against uh, Warley Alves in his UFC debut. Uh, very decent to, to, to a good fighter in the regional scene, I think. Um, I mean, and I remember back when Wells was fighting Alves and it was on short notice, we both had something like, Wells is a great fighter, but can he do it on short notice? And he did it on short notice. Now he actually got a full training camp. It's a short notice fight for him, but he was supposed to fight Tim Means, Tim Means yeah, actually on Saturday, but that fight fell through. And uh Mike Mathida was supposed to fight Kosi, right? I think Orion Kosi. So um, they, they put those two together. I think Wells wins this, man. I mean, Wells is so much more uh, experienced into MMA. Uh, looked pretty solid in his debut. I think first round kind of 50-50, but second round looked very good. Um, I'm going with Wells. I even think he can finish it, man, probably in the second or first round. Interesting. We got some chats, uh, people in the chat. Alex, what's up, man? Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. What's your birthday today? Gwen, what's up, man? He says it could be like a Peter Albert fight. Um, possible. A lot of good fights this card for additional. Yeah, it's a good I, fight. Go ahead. I, I actually agree here with Glenn because I think um, Blood Diamond pretty much probably gets signed because Israel Adesanya and Alexander Volkanovsky being champions. And they do it more often than it with Elbeck, actually. So I know Elbeck came from the Contender Series, but he is also 2-0 or 3-0. The thing is, they also do it with Charles Oliveira teammates. But at least these guys are already uh, have a lot of experience on the regional scene in Brazil, like uh, Daniel uh, Daniel da Silva, um, what's the guy, Alan Nascimento, uh, Willie Cat, Daniel Willie Cat Santos. Those guys are already pretty big names in Brazil, you know, big talented names. And these guys here, 
are still are still yeah i don't know man if they're ufc material but i really got the feeling that some champions remember nick diaz with martin sano or sano you remember uh they yeah. do it with uh, i really don't like it you know and not that i don't want them to be in the ufc right. but i i like it when you get yeah. signed by the ufc if you deserve it that's yeah that's the thing. no I, I under, listen i understand okay so here's the thing this guy's only got three mma fights i get that right but he does have a ton of kickboxing experience guys it's not like this guy's just some like guy who's just brain to combat sports you know what i mean so yeah I, I i agree with what you guys are saying don't get me wrong you know what i mean like but Marco Sano, I don't know if that's a good comparison. That guy sucks. He had like a losing record in MMA and got signed. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like that was this guy actually is he's undefeated as MMA fighter. He wins by knockout and submission. All right, so here's my thoughts, guys. We've got Tristan in the chat too. What's up, Tristan? I obviously thought I was going to take Jeremiah Wells here. Obviously, after seeing the last fight, the guy looked amazing. I told you, Marcel, I'm I'm betting on this guy in his next fight. But again, it's like Marco Andre Barrio last week. Just because the guy's done well for me and I like the guy doesn't mean I'm going to bet on him every matchup. And honestly, looking into this fight more, Marcel. I think it's going to be a stand-up fight for the most part. And, you know, Wells is a good striker with power, but he's really, like, wild. And Blood Diamond's way more technical, man. And I think he is the better striker in this fight. So I think if Wells wins, he's going to have to get him to the ground to win the fight. For what I've seen, Blood Diamond's grappling looks pretty good. For what I've seen, it's not much to look at, to be fair. But the guy is training with one of the best teams in the world. He is constantly getting better. This is a tough one, man. I just like I think the odds are a little off too, you know. I, I think it's like it's just weird how Wells is such a he's a big underdog against Jake Matthews and Tim Means, and all of a sudden he's a big fair against against Blood Diamond. I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. Um, I feel like this fight could be really competitive as long as it stays in the feed and kind of leaning towards an upset, man, to kick off the card. Um, again, this guy doesn't have a lot of experience in MMA, but I like the striking skills, man. And you know, again, Jeremiah Wells, I think he's a black belt, so if he gets the fight to the ground, he could definitely finish it. But I think this guy's going to show really good takedown defense. I think he's going to show good skills everywhere, man. I mean, he's not a young guy either, guys. He's 33. You know what I mean? Like, he's right in his prime right now. I think he's ready to go. And I was not expecting to pick this guy at all. I wasn't. But, again, this is why I do the research in the fights, and I'm leaning towards Blood Diamond to win in his debut. Uh, really? Yeah. I really don't buy it, Adam. We'll yeah, see what happens, Marcel. I mean, you, 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 you haven't bought a lot of my predictions over the. Last no, no, no. Too, I, I mean, sometimes, fair. sometimes I see it. You know, I yeah. see it, but this I really don't see. I saw. I, I've seen Blood Diamond also in Glory against Richard Abraham, yeah. and wasn't been impressed. You know, and Richard Abraham was. Uh, it was like a, a, a top fifteen, but not a high top fifteen fighter. You know, yeah. And to say. He it's as far as an MMA, it's only good win is his last probably against a six and one opponent. Dim Dims Dims Gillies is his name, I think. The other two were 0 and 0 and 0 and 1, you know. So I mean I don't see it, you know. The thing is, of course he can win. There's always a possibility you can win, you can knock your opponent out, you know, and he is probably the more seasoned striker. I agree with you on that. Yeah, but the thing is, it's an MMA fight. I know. Wells has a I want to tell you, though, this reminds me a lot of Drew Dober and Brad Riddell. It really does. And I thought Dober would win that fight because he's a better MMA fighter. But Brad Riddell's got, you know, he was the striker background, and he's improved his MMA skills. I know he's got more experience. He's like 10 fights compared mm -hmm. to three. I understand it's a risk. That's why he's plus 190, though, Marcel. It's not like he's a favorite. You know what I mean? Like, it's a risky one. But I just think this guy's the better striker, and I think that's going to be enough to win him the fight. Now, if I'm wrong, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like... Mm -hmm. 
Again, I was expecting to pick Wells because I liked how he looked against Alves. I was very impressed. I mean, everything was good, but I was torn on this one. But I think the odds have swayed me to going with the guy that I think has a better chance to win than what the odds say. So. So, sorry, Adam, I had to do. I had a bit, a little bit. Fair. No, no, but I had a bit, a little bit, be like a dick in the beginning because we picked too many of the same fights, and now we That's finally true. got finally got a difference. So we got to discuss this one. You yeah, know, I mean, Glenn said that it'd be boring. If you, yeah, you're right, Glenn. I mean, here's the thing, Glenn. Like, we don't. Other than like when Marcel does the fight, like announcements, and we look through them, like. Other than that, we don't talk about who we're going to pick, right? So yeah. I have no idea who he's picking. So, you know, oftentimes we're going to pick the favorite, right? That's what it's. It, but it's good to pick an underdog here and there. And again, I think this one's close, man. I, if it stays standing, now, if it goes to the ground, it's fucked, like I said. But I think if it stays standing, I, I think the defensive grappling will be um, better than we thought. And I think the gas tank's better than Alberg's too. And don't get me wrong, that Alberg fight freaks me out too. But over one and a half rounds, mm, I'm just not sure either way. I don't even know if somebody even predict it. Hi, Ben May. What's going on, man? You boring show? Yeah, no, sorry. I got that one. Hey, what's up, Mitchell Scott? Glad to have you here, man. All right. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. It's good to start off with a little disagreement, though, I think. You know what I mean? Like, we we, we have been picking a lot of the same guys. Actually, love it, Not on purpose. It's not like it's been on purpose, yeah. either, right? It's not like we're like, okay, this is who we're picking. Because, to be fair, I'm not going to I'm not gonna throw them under the bus. I won't say anything. But there was a podcast I did years ago where, like, before we recorded, we'd be like, all right, who are we picking? And, like, we both have to, like, agree for, like, an hour on who we're picking. I'm like, why are we doing it this way? Like, just let's do the show. So I'm just saying, like, there's some weird, you know, ways that people do podcasts. That's not what we're doing here. Anyway, let's go to the next fight. Douglas Silva, Dion Drodge versus Sergey Morozov. Morozov minus 210, Don Drodge plus 175. Go ahead. Can you go first with this one? I really cool. I want to know what you think. Oh, sure. Um, I think this is one of the harder fights in the card to pick, too, to yeah. be honest with you, Marcel. That's my thoughts on this one. Um. You know, Morozov, I mean, he looked pretty good in the last fight against Todd, right? He was a pretty strong dude. And the fact he took him down six times, I mean, that's obviously in my mind, right? But he did get washed by Umar and Marvin Madoff, too. So I'm, like, not sure how good this guy is, honestly. Like, he's fought in M1. He, like, lost to Josh Reddinghouse. You know what I mean? Like, guy who's, like, just an okay fighter. I don't know how good he is, but the grappling did look decent. Though he's still on Drudge. I mean, the striking, obviously, is good, you know? Um, the takedown defense is not great, though, 66%. I feel like if this guy, like goes in there with a really grappling heavy game plan he can grind out a decision on morozov i'm saying um but you know again if it stays standing he could be in trouble in this fight i just feel like you know i've seen enough of the takedown defense that it's not great and i feel like morozov could really he's averaging 3.8 takedowns for 15 minutes right it's only two mm-hmm. fights but still so i feel like he could take him down and grind him out one decision that's kind of my thoughts on this one marcel it's not super confident pick honestly but that's that's what i'm thinking um morozov by decision what do you think yeah, the thing is, I think Douglas Silva, the Andrade, actually only loses fights I expect him to lose, you know, against very good opponents like Rob Font, Piotr Jan, you know, Lerone Murphy, Zabara Tuhugov, he lost those four fights in the UFC. Sergey Morozov, he lost to Umar Nurmagomedov, but I think Umar Nurmagomedov, if he stays healthy and if he fights more often, can be a real problem in the division, you know what I mean? So, and we also saw what Umar Nurmagomedov did against Saitukov Kakramanov and uh, PFL of WSOF. I don't know what it was. I think PFL, when, when it was PFL already. So, um, I feel like Morozov can probably control the fight. I, I'm with you on this one, man. I think uh, Morozov edges out the decision. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. Like you said, if the Douglas Silva the Andrade finds a way to win, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a yeah, he's fight. a good striker, right? Like if yeah. it's says Danny, he should win the fight. But again, I feel yeah. like in this fight he will get taken down. Whereas the Wells Diamond fight, I'm just not convinced Wells will get him down. I know he did that. Alvin, uh, he didn't get taken down. I think he like fell down basically. That's what mm-hmm. happened, and he held him down. It was good. Don't get me wrong, but 
again, in this fight, like, I feel like more confident this guy can get him down hold and control him, Marcel. So that's my thoughts. Let's go to the next fight here. AJ Dobson, Jacob Malkoon. This is actually the closest fight in the card. It's minus 110 each, so let's pick him. Um, and we had, he said Morozov's underrated due to the underrated loss, probably a little bit. I mean, that's, that guy's really good. All right, Dobson and Malkoon. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first on this one too, Marcel. Why not? Mm-hmm. So it's a pick-up fight. Like, according to the odds, it's the hardest fight in the card to pick, but I honestly don't think it's that hard to pick. I'm pretty confident AJ Dobson winning this fight by knockout, Marcel. I feel really good about him here. Guy is a really good athlete, huge power, explosive knockout power. Maku got KO'd in 18 seconds. I only fought Al-Sam, but Al-Sam didn't even throw a strike in that fight, guys. Like, he didn't even do anything. Dobson's really a fast starter. He goes forward. I feel like this is going to be the Phil Haas fight again. I think he knocks it on the first round. That's what I think is going to happen in this one, Marcel. So... Again, you know, if the fight gets extended, it you know it's going to be sketchy because I think Malkoon obviously has got the cardio and the, the wrestling, but I'm just not convinced the guy's got a good chin, especially to you know this weight class. And I think Dobson can finish him, so I'm going to go with Dobson by knockout. That's my pick in this one, Marcel, and I'd like him at minus one ten, guys. What do you think, man? We started off the podcast with a real clash between two different picks, and now again we are the same again. Oh, so yeah, I think AJ Dobson wins this fight. Also, first round knockout. The thing is, uh, Malcolm, I gotta give Malcolm props against Al Hassan, man. I didn't expect him to to win that fight, to be really honest. But Al Hassan didn't look at all like the Al Hassan who was in the in the cage before all the BS outside the cage happened. You know what what took him so long off the, outside the UFC. So. Man, I, and I think Dobson is a good talent, man. I, I like what I saw of him on the Contender Series. And uh, Malkoon. Malkoon is actually also a guy who got probably signed because he's Robert Whitaker's teammate, you know, because he was also not. I think, what, what was he, 3-0 when he, when he got signed with the UFC? Am I correct? Who? Who? Jacob Malkoon. Yeah, I think so. He didn't have many fights. He's like that guy, yeah. um, what's his name? The last guy we talked about, Mathia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, same thing. There's, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm taking AJ Dobson as well, and I yeah. fully agree with you with the first-round knockout. I mean, it was yeah. surprising. It was nice to see him win against Alessandro. He looked great. Yeah. I just think it's more Alessandro just didn't do anything. He was really on a, on a skit at that point. I know he won his last fucking knockout. Uh, Douglas, he likes Douglas still the Andrade last fight. Joe likes Dobson. Grateful Dead. Dude likes Dobson. John likes Dobson, too. Yeah, I like I said, I think the guy's a good athlete, man. Like, every fight I've seen, and there's actually, he has, like, quite a few amateur fights, too, and you can watch them all. Like, he's, I think he's been subbed, but... Like on the feet, though, man, it's it's dangerous. Again, you know, if he gets taken down and held, it, that's how he would lose this fight. But I just feel like he's going to have really good takedown defense in that first round, and I think he knocks this dude out. Who again, Phil Haas destroyed the guy in like 18 seconds, right? So I think the same thing can happen here. Let's go to the next fight. We got Carl, uh, speaking of the devil, Carl Zolberg taking on Fabio Charant at light heavyweight. Um, so the odds on this one minus 255 for Alberg, Fabio Charant plus 215, and I'll start this one again, Marcel. Why not? Uh, Change it up today. You know, this one, listen, I know Albert had like a letdown performance against Kennedy, guys, but he was winning that fight. He gassed out a little bit and got caught, right? Kennedy, though, took so many bombs to the head and just kept walking forward. Um, I just thought convinced Fabio Sharon has the trend and the durability. Like, he's been finished twice in the UFC. He was finished a contender series. I thought he looked like really bad on LFA. I was never impressed by this guy. I, I just think he's not a UFC caliber fighter at all. Um, I know he's training at Sanford, or he was. And, you know, those guys can make improvements, but I just feel like he's finding a way more seasoned striker, a guy with, you know, more knockout power, more technical striking skills. As long as Albert doesn't gas out again, which I don't think he will, because unlike Kennedy, who's got like a brick for a head, I think this guy, you know, is not going to be able to eat the shots. I think Albert knocks him out. I think he finishes him probably in the first round, maybe second round, but I think probably first round knockout. Um, 
What do you think, Marcel? That's my thoughts on this. I just think Fabio Schrant's not UFC caliber at all, guys. And to answer your question, Tristan, no. I think there's no value at all. I think this guy is just not – he's not a UFC caliber fighter to me. Um, but then again, then again, you know, Alberg is, you know, very green. So it's, it's not like I'm, like, you know, running the sport book to, like, lay minus 250 in Alberg after what happened last time where he shipped the bed, right? But at the same time, I just – this is a fade spot in Fabio, man. He's just not good. So what's your thoughts, Marcel? When I'm thinking, I'm thinking after I give my pick, the people probably will turn the stream off because I have agreed again with you here. I think Albert knocks him out in the first round. I think Sharon hasn't looked good so far in the UFC. He came as that as LFA champion. Uh, remember, uh, he actually before that fought in the contender series and lost against Alexa Kamer, right? And um, his last two fights, he got from flu choke and he got knocked out. So, um, yeah, and Albert. Albrecht looked good in the first round against uh, Kennedy, but he completely gassed out and Kennedy took over and he, he stopped him, you know. Yeah. Was fight of the night, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm also first round KO for, for Albrecht. By the way, do you know if uh, Isi Fitkefu still is... Uh, what happened to that guy? He was, he yeah. was pretty good, too, what, I, like yeah. from what I saw on tape and stuff. I don't yeah. know. He just never showed up in the UFC. Anyways... Yeah, I think we both like Alberg in this one. He's, he's a guy that I'll, I'll probably be putting in more of my DraftKings teams. You know what I mean? Just because I think he's really got that first round knockout capability. But if he loses, like, you know, you could be in trouble. If, sorry, if he gasses out again, you could be in trouble. He might lose. Yeah, no, I, I, I listen, I understand, guys, but I, I can't pick Sharon. Yeah, his chin is it's not good. He was doing good against William Knight. He was. We'll talk about William Knight soon. Yeah, I just think Javio's got a bad chin. I really do. And like I said, not only that, but I just, he's not a good fighter, guys. He doesn't have any good skills. Like, he really doesn't. His striking is just rudimentary. His grappling's meh. Like, I just don't see really what's good about this guy, honestly. Like, not trying to be a hater, but I've said this before his debut, too. I was like, why did they even sign this guy? Like, just because he was the LFA champ doesn't mean he's a good fighter. He beat this guy, Myron Dennis, who's not that great. He's like a gatekeeper. That that got him in the UFC. Light heavyweight's not a great division. That's the thing. So, and I understand. He looked okay against William Knight. But, again, that chin looked, man, that one punch, right, and got caught. It was kind of like a short punch too, right? Yeah. So it worries me a lot, man. I think the chin is a weak. So, yeah, Alberg knockout. All right, Alexander Hernandez, Hernando uh, Mocano. Interesting fight here. Minus 170 for Mocano, plus 150, Alex Hernandez. I'll get your you start on this one myself. Yeah, uh, so this is actually a fun fight, and I think this is a little bit low on the prelims, to be really honest, man. I think this is a good fight. If you look at Alexander Hernandez last time, he got that short notice fight with Mike Breeden. Mike Breeden took a fight on short notice. He knocked him out. Um, the thing is, with Alexander Hernandez, I remember the UFC was super high on him, right? When he knocked out Darius in that debut, he got a lot of good fights, but he couldn't really do it, in my opinion. You know, he got very, very lucky in, in the fight with Francisco Trinaldo. I think he clearly lost that fight, but he got the win there. I think you actually scored that for 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 uh, Hernandez on MMA decisions, but I let it go for this time. Uh, <laughs> he looked very serious. I'm sorry, Adam. No, um, no, no. That, the, the Trinaldo one? Yeah. Ah, I was a sure dog, man. My, my, my brain wasn't thinking right. You know, there's the thing when I worked that job, guys, not yeah. only did you have, like, I'm like watching, I'm going to explain to you what you had to do there. It was it was the hardest job I've ever had, actually. You had to do, like, you had to type up everything that's happening in the fight and then score play every play. round. That's impossible. Who can play do that? Play by play. Yes, and oh, scoring. That's, that Bro. sucks. Man. And they paid, me, they paid me jack shit for that, too, guys. Like, I got so, paid, like, nothing to do that. I just wanted, like, I wanted to work a sure dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was a stepping stone in my career. So I don't have a problem with it. But it was a really hard job. And I don't want, I, I have sympathy for Jay who's doing it now because, they, dude, it was like 10,000 words, Marcel, sometimes. Bro. 
I, I know we, we did that uh yeah. on, on on event once you know so, and then so, I the, uh, and then I told the promoter like dude next time just results interviews and clips yeah. that's it I'm not it's gonna just, it's like you can't expect someone to be properly scoring a fight if they're also writing ten thousand word play by play you can't yeah. it's just not possible you're if you <laughs> yeah. ask the judge to do that you'd be like what what so you, you, I, it wasn't you the can't. best scorecard, but I'm just trying to explain to you guys. Like, it, you, I, my, I wasn't completely focused. Like, you, you can excel the Amado because he will score shit anyways. You know, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyways, what's your? Did you did you give your pick yet? No, I didn't give my okay, pick yet. Ahead, I was uh, still talking about Hernandez. Now going to Moicano. Uh, yeah, Moicano. I think <clears throat> he lost to Fiziev. You know, we all know mm -hmm. that. But uh, easy wins over Hadzovic, and he also didn't have too many prob problems with Herbert. Um, man, it's it's a difficult one to be really honest, man, because I think Hernandez is pretty durable. But if I go with quality, I kind of a little bit favor Moicano, I think. But I'm this is a pick I might change. I might change because I'm not sure about it. But right now, I'm riding with Moicano, uh, a decision. Okay. This is a tough one, guys, I think. You know, Mikano's mm -hmm. definitely a great grappler. I mean, if he gets you to the ground, you're in trouble. You know, we've seen that time and time mm -hmm. again, right? But I, I still look at the guy as, you know, having a serious issue with the chin. You know, Marcel, he's been knocked out three times on the UFC. And I understand he's fought really good strikers, you know. Mm -hmm. I do think Alexander Hernandez is a, is a pretty good striker. And he's knocked out some good guys like Bedeo Darius. Um, you know, even the last fight, I mean, it's not a good fighter, really. But Mike, it was a nice knockout. Even Chris Gutzmacher is not a great fighter. But again, he's pretty tough and he knocked him out quickly. So... The guy's got power and striking uh, for sure. So, you know, if he keeps it standing, I think he could win this fight by knockout, Marcel. I'm kind of looking at Hernandez as a dog here, guys. Not a super confident dog pick by any means. This is not as confident one, but I do think Hernandez can win this fight by knockout. So that's kind of the way I'm leaning. I actually like to hear you guys' thoughts on this one. Um, But it could, looks like a different one here too, Marcel. I'm going to take the, the dog in this one. This is a close one too, just like the other one. But, you know, I just feel like, I've seen enough of Kano's chin that I just don't trust it anymore. Yeah, give me power. Uh, you gotta convince me. Give me the pro and cons why you would go with Hernandez and why you wouldn't go with Hernandez. What's... Well, why I wouldn't go with him because he shits the bed often, man. I mean, we, yeah. we saw what happened against Moises was disappointing performance, and he's been finished a couple times too, right? But again, you know, other than the Moises fight, which was competitive, he, he had to get knocked out to, to lose, right? Really, so. I don't see Kano's having that knockout power. I see him having as having a big grappling advantage, mm -hmm. right? So Hernandez, uh, the takedown defense is only sixty-two percent, but he hasn't been taken down in four years either. So what's what's the better what's the better cardio in your opinion, Hernandez? I think it's close. I would say it's close, maybe, but I don't even know. I might like I, maybe a little bit, but I'm not like I'm not like I don't know. Like I think the cardio is close. I think it. I for me, it just comes down to the chin. I just think this guy's got a weak chin. I'm know? super 50-50 on this fight. Like I said, I, I'm still not convinced what I'm going to do. So. <laughs> yeah, let me hear what you guys are saying. Hernandez is my fill row pick of the week. Might get wrestled, but yeah, that could happen, actually. Which chin failed? Yeah, yeah, we saw about that way. Can also such the grand Hernandez by KO or McCain by decision props. Yeah, could, that could happen, actually. But, you know, McCain, a lot of his wins are by Renee choke submission, guys, 50-50. I'm with you, Tristan. I think it's I think it's a pick-up fight. That's exactly what I capped it as. I think it's a hard fight to, to call. So I would go with McCain. That's why Math's taking Hernandez as well. Joe's taking Hernandez. Whoa, everyone's taking Hernandez. But of course, yeah, he's going to disappoint everyone. I know that's why I'm worried, man, because this guy he really lays an egg sometimes. Like when he fought, uh, what's his name, Moises. Like he should have won that fight. But, you know, Moises is good too, right? So it's like it's not a horrible loss. It's a fight he should win. I mean, the odds are saying he shouldn't win. That's why I'm kind of liking it. 
Fernandez. Yeah, uh, he likes Fernandez too. Well, least, a lot of guys are liking Hernandez too. At least like the last dude who really pissed off Cowboy and he lied a fire on the Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a fan favorite. Um, no, not really, I think. <laughs> I think he's just like, he, I think he was maybe when, at the beginning when he knocked out barriers, maybe, but not really. I, and has great submit. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, think he's been subbed. I know he lost I, to Emmers years ago by a split. I th- wasn't that he lost him years ago? That was the one loss, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. But I'm pretty sure like he's never been subbed. Let me just double check, guys. Um, I, don't, yeah, I don't dislike Hernandez, but I don't think he's a fan favorite at all, to be really honest, whenever I see some comments online. so Yeah, you know, he lost to Emmers in 2013 by split. So like, that's his only other loss. He's never been subbed. Uh, can't go against good grapplers power. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm doing here. So that's that's my thoughts. Again, I think it is going to be competitive, but uh, you know the, the chin worries me. All right, next fight. This one's good. Love this fight. Manny Martinez against Ronnie Lawrence. This guy's got a new nickname, Mana Boy, <laughs> um, against the Heat. Uh, right now, Ronnie Lawrence is one of the bigger favorites of the card. Minus three hundred, plus two fifty. Leo Manny Martinez. Your thoughts? Yeah, so Mana Martinez, uh, he he got that win over Guido Cranetti last time out. I think it was a was a very close fight, but uh, he got it done, split decision. Um, he got signed off that uh, Fury FC card, right, where Dana was looking for a fight, and uh, he got signed off that. Um, had a very tough first UFC fight with uh, with his coach, uh, not in the corner because he uh, he passed away like a, a, a week earlier. Um, if you look at Ronnie Lawrence, yeah, man, I, I've been really impressed by Ronnie Lawrence, what I saw so far in the in the UFC and also in the Dana White Contender Series, right? He totally dominated in Dana White Contender Series, uh, his opponent. And the UFC, uh, I, th- I think he got a bonus for, for his win, right? It was the only finish of that night for UFC on the fight night uh, last February or uh, last year in February yeah. against uh, Vince Cachero. Um, I think... Mano Martinez is a better fighter than Vince Cachero, but still, Ronnie Lawrence is super dominant, man. I, I feel, man, I don't know how much I think it affected Martinez a lot with his coach passing yeah. away in the fight against Kennedy. So I don't want to put really put a stamp on that one, you know. But still, I feel like Ronnie Lawrence super, super tough guy, and I really like how he fights. I'm taking him by a decision, man. Yeah, no, I, I like Lawrence. I do not like him here. I mean, the guys look great, you know. Mm. I, Two fights. Well, one was a contender series, other UFC. Twenty takedowns. Twenty takedowns in two fights. <laughs> That's insane. Twelve against Jose Johnson, who was a good prospect, and then eight against Kasher, who was like just an average guy, like below average actually in the UFC. Um, you know, but Manny Martinez, good striker, Marcel, a lot of knockout power, but you know, a lot of holes in this game. I, I think you know we saw against Draco, he, he can be beaten on the ground. And honestly, the Kennedy fight, I had you know, it's funny that fight. I was watching with two other friends, right? We had to split decision just like the judges. Two of us had it for for Mana, but the one guy had it for. Um, for Kennedy because of the leg kicks and stuff. So, you know, the, the guy got, you know, my opinion, bad striking defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think his grappling is great, but he does have power. So if he keeps a stand, he can win Marcel, but I don't think he will. Like he gets taken down and beat up. I want to get this one uh, from, from Alex. Alex says he's got breaky fighting. Alex, you're welcome to, to tell us, man, if you want. He, he um, just posted it on Twitter. Oh, he did? Man. What is it? What's the fight? It's uh, Tabata Ricci against Pugliana Viana. Okay. Well, someone was asking yesterday about Viana. There was someone yeah. in the chat saying, so there you I go. Know. There's your answer. Is that the one that was with Colby Covington, like at American Top Team? Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, I remember that. The one uh, who beat up a mugger or something. Yeah, yeah. Also. You know what's funny, Alex, the, the other Alex, uh, he says he likes Hernandez still, even after he's like he's probably gonna lose, but he's like I still have to go with him. I know what you're saying, man or Yeah, he's got a good power. He's like, I mean, he looked good in Fury FC and everything, but Lawrence is a dog, man. He's got great grappling. Lawrence has a chin there. Yeah, yeah, he's a great wrestler, dude. One of the best. Uh, Justin Tough. I mean, I thought. Wasn't he fighting Harry Hunsucker? Or that just happened. Sorry, that just that happened. That just happened. Yeah. I, talking about? I don't know. I'm not sure. 
whoever's like the other lowest ranked guy in the division, yeah, the crop going to win. Hey, losing the word lock, man. I really hate it, but you know, I think he wins for sure. <laughs> he likes Ricci. Yeah, she's yeah, I know Mar- Marcel likes Ricci too. Um, let's go to the next fight. Light heavyweights again. William Knight gets Maxim Grishin, Maximus against Nightmare. <laughs> it's almost like uh, two like uh, you know, like a king and two kings or something fighting here, Marcel. Hmm. We got Maxim Grishin minus 170, William Knight plus 150. Go ahead. You go first, man. I want to hear yours. Okay. I have my pick. I'm I'm pretty sure of mine. Oh, I'm here's your pick. You know. This is another one kind of on the fence about, honestly. Um, you know, Grishin, to me, is I've never really been too impressed with him, honestly. But, you know, he really should have won against Justin Jacoby, guys. Like, he knocked him down twice in that fight. Dustin Jacoby's a great striker. So, I look at that. I also look at the fact that this guy's a true, like, heavy. I mean, he's a, he's a heavyweight, quite frankly. He's 6'3", has a 78-inch reach, reach. And then William Knight, 5'10", 73 you know, I know Willie uh, is you know a strong dude. He's a he's a beast, but I'm, I'm I just I don't know. There's something about him that just I don't know, Marshall. I'm not sold on him yet, and I feel like he can just kind of get grinded out in this fight. That's kind of what I feel happens. It's like loses the decision, but I'm not I'm not like sold on it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you guys like Knight, I don't think he's a bad dog pick at all. I know James, my my good friend James Lynch, really likes Knight here and respect that play. At all. Obviously, I think it's a pretty competitive fight. I just I look at the size, man. I think this guy's going to be way bigger. And remember when he fought Da and Jung? That was one mm-hmm. of the reasons I picked Da and Jung is because of the size. I think Grisham could kind of do the same thing, you know, grinding against the fence, maybe get him down, you know, just do that. But I'm, I'm not saying it's a confident pick, you know. I'm not saying it is. So I have no idea what you're thinking, but that's that's my thoughts. Grisham by decision. I was thinking the exact same thing, man. Are you serious? I, I, I was, I was thinking you're going with Knight. So everyone that's why says, I was, man, everyone's going with Knight. I understand yeah. it. Like he's a beast and he's been winning yeah. people money, but I'm just, I'm not sold on him in this fight, man. What do you think? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, man. I, I just think like uh, Maxim Grishin, he only looked really bad in the UFC was against Tibura and that was at heavyweight, you know. Um, he's been doing pretty well in other organizations and in, uh, in, in Akhmat. Uh, he did pretty well in PFL, I think. Um, the thing is, against Jacoby, many people had Jacoby. I think he won that fight, man. And uh, I'm with you there. So, uh, with Knight, Knight looked good in this last fight against Manifield, but I just, I, the same with Manifield, man. I'm not sold on both still, you know. I still have some questions with, with, with them, how they fight and, uh, and how... I, I, I'm with Grishin in this one, man. I, I was, I'm pretty convinced actually that he can grind it out for three rounds. There you, you go. I mean, you're more convinced so. than I am. That's for sure. Like I said, it's <sighs> it's a slight lean for me, just the size. Yeah. Darren Jung, when I bet on him, was so much bigger than William May. Just held him down. Like, we're, guys, don't forget that fight. He held him down for like 15 minutes, basically. Yeah. Actually, I want to see exactly how long he did because it eight takedowns and he held him down for 12 minutes. Again, I'm not saying that Grishin's this amazing wrestler, but is Darren Jung an amazing wrestler? He's usually knocking guys out. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like he can get taken down. That's my thoughts. But again, if he doesn't on the feet, he is improving with the striking. It's just, he is five inch shorter and five inch less reach. So I think the size is going to be a difference in this fight, guys. That's my opinion in this one. But I want to get these uh, comments. Hype likes Knight. I, just, I understand it. Uh, Alex likes Knight because of the gas. He does have good gas tank. I agree. I mean, the guy with so much muscle has good cardio. It's pretty crazy, actually. Santos be at that mugger. I didn't see that. I didn't see that story. Uh, there's something I understand. New Vienna and Beretta were dating. Now Vienna's dating Beretta's son. Huh? What's he talking? Oh, uh, who's who? who? She dating someone oh, else? Tia- nah, man. That Tiago Santos was. She wasn't dating Tiago Santos. Just her 
a good friend of hers as long as I know. So oh, okay. Anyways, none of my business. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Alex Perez against Matt Chanel. Uh, someone mentioned this earlier. It's like one of the fights of the night. This is the fourth time this fight's been booked. If this fight gets canceled again, I hope they never book it again because it's one of those cursed fights, Marcel. Like, there's been fights like this in the past, right? These cursed fights. Years ago, there was this one called uh, uh, these two guys, uh, Jorge Rivera and Alessio Sakar. They got booked five times, I think. They never fought. <laughs> do you, I don't know if you remember those guys. I, I know yeah, you do. Yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah. Remember when Jorge uh, or a Bisping spit on uh, Rivera? Everyone yeah. forgets about that. Right? Like, yeah. People forget about that now. <laughs> This means a great guy, but yeah. Anyways, it kind of reminds me of that. I hope it doesn't get canceled. But, you know, we've talked about this fight, Marcel, I think three or four times at this point. You know what I mean? Like, my pick's the same still. It's going to be Alex Perez again by knockout because I think Chanel's got a weak chin too. Minus 380. Sorry, the odds are minus 380 plus 315. But we, like I said, we've talked about this fight in the past. Nothing's changed for me. I think Perez still wins by knockout. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, man. I, I, this is actually a fight. If I had a lock, I would go with this one, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I like him a lot in this fight, too. I, I don't see a way Perez losing, to be honest, man. Many people are putting, like, uh, really big stock into Perez losing in the first round to Davis and Figueredo. I'm not going to reply myself for the seventh time that Figueredo had two cage grabs and adjusted himself in the position to get the submission. And I did it again for the seventh time, so... Um, Perez, man. I, I mean, Perez much more consistent in the UFC. Uh, Schnell, Schnell is, is also now losing against guys. For example, against Rogério Bontorino. I didn't expect him to lose. I know it was at 135, but still, you know, um, Perez, uh, whatever. You know, I think he wins the decision. Easy, uh, 30-27. Not easy, but 30-27. I think he's going to knock him out. Schnell's been knocked out a couple times. And I, I Perez, when he fought uh, for Miga... My God, yeah. the, the striking in that fight, right? It's crazy, right? It was a long time. He hasn't fought since 2020 now, so it's been a while, but he should win. If I got booked for Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Like, they better fight this time, man. Yeah, Perez should win. Big fan of Chanel. Yeah, he was on that show. Um, God, what was it? With, uh, with No, he was in He was in Bully. Was it? Uh, not Bully Beatdown. What was the other one? Caged? Caged. That's the one. Caged. Years ago. Yeah, caged. Um, there's a few other guys. Never saw. Louisiana, I think, right? Wasn't it? I, I never, I never saw it. And there's also a movie called Fightville, which uh, with Dustin Poirier, but it's kind of like the same, like part of uh, you know town. Like uh, Tim Creator was the, the coach in those guys. Anyways, that's just the side. Yeah, Alex Perez should win this fight. All right, let's go to the next fight. And Alex Perez, by the way, has so much experience. We're still thirty fights. I mean, that's a lot of. Fights. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's you crazy. got so many. Yeah, how do you have that many fights? Like, you know, I only heard of him like fear. Well, I knew him about Tachi Palace. That's to be fair, but you know what I mean, like. He kind of came to the UFC like late, but he, he still got a lot of time to do well. And honestly, Marcel, he's a guy who could fight for the belt at some point again. You know what I mean? Like, I think he is. I, that I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good. Hopefully, present and Charles. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. Khabib and Tony was the one that I was going to mention, like the big one. That's why I was like, what, what's the other fight, Marcel? But that's it. Roxanne Modafferi against Casey O'Neill. Casey O'Neill minus 380. Roxy plus 315. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know what it is, man. This is the last fight for uh, Roxanne Modafferi of her career, right? She calls it the mm -hmm. day after this one. I mean, Roxanne, she she is she's a pioneer for women's MMA, you know. And um, to give her a farewell fight against Casey O'Neill, undefeated Casey O'Neill, who is doing very well in the division, it kind of sucks to be really honest, man. And I know Roxanne before destroyed O's from girls like. Um, like Antonina Shevchenko, you know, uh, she destroyed uh, Macy Barber's O, you know. So, 
can she do it again? I don't think so, to be really honest, man. Casey Neal seems to be the real deal. I really like what I saw so far. She has finishing ability. Um, Roxanne, you know, her ground game is her thing. Stand-up, not really that much. I think Casey O'Neill finishes her, to be honest, man. Would be sad to see it. I hope if Casey O'Neill wins, that she wins by a decision. But I think Casey O'Neill finishes her. I mean, I, I just find it hard to go against Casey, guys, obviously. You know, like, she's looked good in the UFC. But, again, she's so improving, man. You know, she only has seven, eight fights, and Roxy's got 45. So that's a big gap in experience. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, but to be fair, that's kind of one of the reasons I, I picked Roxy in some of her other uh, fights, you know, like Tyler Santos, I thought, hey, maybe she can she can grind her out. Tyler doesn't have a lot of experience. Didn't turn out that well. Tyler's got 20 fights. What am I talking about? But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this girl obviously is, you know, compared to Roxy, who is 45. It's just like night and day, right? I know she's looked okay at times, guys. Like, she picked up the winner, Andrea Lee, Macy Barber, et cetera. But I just, anytime a fighter's going to retire, like, they almost always lose. There's very few fighters that say we're going to retire and, and, and win. I know that, yeah. like, Chris Lytle did. Um, GSP, I think, yeah, he retired off a win. But no, like the, as far as saying it before the fight, it's it's very like rare. You know what I mean? To say I'm I'm done. Mark Munoz did. I know he beat Luke Barnett. That surprised me years ago. I don't know if you remember that fight. Yeah, uh, of that, course. Yeah, that surprised me because he was on a skid and then won that fight and retired. But in general, they lose. You know, because you're you're mentally checked out. You're just you're completely checked out. And you know, obviously the UFC wants Casey Wilder to win, obviously, but that doesn't mean she will. You know, that doesn't mean that at all. Um, you know, for me, it's it's a, it's. It's. I think it's the fight. The odds are a little high, guys. You know, you look at the other favorites. Like I like it. Mike, Matt, Alex Perez is the same price. I much prefer Alex Perez. You know, I much prefer Ronnie Lawrence. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like at the same price. Um, and there's a few other guys uh, on the main card too. So for me, it's you know based on the odds, guys. It probably is Dogger Pass at this point, just because of the, the experience gap. But I can't bet on Roxanne Murphy. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pick Casey O'Neill. I'm looking at O'Neill by decision, Marcel. It's even money. If you like a finish, it's plus 180. So that's that's the more um, lucrative way to bet the fight. But, you know, Roxy's proven to be extremely hard to finish. You know, she's very tough. And I think she could probably survive 50 minutes of just getting out. Basically, Casey's just being on top more and maybe being the better striker a little bit. That's my thoughts on this one, guys. And uh, Glenn mentioned Uriah Faber as well. Yeah, or sorry, not Glenn, that Daniel did. Yeah, he did when he – no, well, he did uh, – he did? Wait, hold on. Did he? How did he? I, let me double check that. Did he? I can't remember now. Oh, he beat, when he beat Brad Pickett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But he did end up losing right against Peter. I was there for that fight. That was, wasn't the best comeback. But yeah, he did beat uh, the one guy, Brad Pickett, and he now before the fight, he was going to retire. So it's, like I said, it happens, Marcel, but it's it's more rare that it's, it happens, it happens less than it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. Joe says he likes Casey. Tristan O'Neill. Yeah, I agree, Tristan. I think the odds are a little high. Look at this. Uh, this guy is legit. There's a fight right there. Marcel, you better take, keep your eyes on this one because this guy breaks fights every week on our, on our show. Luke Rockhold, Paul Acosta, according to 8 Loco. I look forward so that, to I hope that you break this fight rather than like one of the bigger MMA sites. I hope you break the fight, Marcel. You have the information now. Go and break the fight. <laughs> Guys, this is the best podcast out there if, if you like MMA. We break fights on the podcast. We, you don't, they don't break fights in the other podcast. We're breaking fights here. 8 Loco, my guy. Luke Rocco, Paul Costa. I actually really like that fight too. Any thoughts on that quickly? A perfect fight. Yeah, it's a good fight. Yeah, yeah. for sure. If if Costa can make weight, mm-hmm. I like the fight. Uh, is it at one uh, uh, yeah, or five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Here's the question. Well, you're gonna find that out because you're gonna go and get the story. He gave you the info, man. You wonder or Cole maybe if he's in here or even like Alex Bahunin's gonna go and get it now. <laughs> Roxy's going out the loser. I think so. 
fairytale ending for Roxanne Station. Think she'll make it to the Hall of Fame? Nah, absolutely not. She has a losing record in the UFC, so I don't think so. Fighters go through a lot, especially. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, especially they, they do. Roxy will have a piece of uh, my heart for showing Barbara up. That was that was crazy. She was like plus a thousand too. That was insane. Yeah, she does have the wrestling style for sure. Uh, O'Neal for the win. Parlay could be. Fun. Yeah, I think it, I think a decision too, man. That's what I'm thinking. Um, wrestling weird X factor. Matt likes uh, Casey. She should win. But again, I just like I, I prefer Alex Perez. I prefer um, Ronnie Lawrence. My my thoughts. Um, Roxy could put her back, maybe, maybe. I mean, that's the thing. Antonina had her down, right, for that first couple of minutes. And so it's it's possible. Like, I'm not totally sold on her. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think she's a good fighter, but, you know, she's facing someone that has six times the amount of experience. Like, that's crazy. That's insane. So, yeah. But, again, one other thing that usually cashes, not every time, because Carlos Felipe lost to Arlovsky, and that didn't work here, but – the age gap, guys, I love betting on these age gaps. There's a 15-year age gap here. I love betting on the younger fighter when there's that significant of an age gap. So that's another reason I like her. But again, I think the odds are a little extended. Last prelim, Andre Arlovsky against Jared Vandera. And the odds are actually pretty close to this fight, Mark. So I don't know what your thoughts on the odds. I'll get your thoughts in a second here. Um, minus 140 for Arlovsky, plus 120 Vandera. I thought Arlovsky would be a little bit of a bigger favorite. So what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, for me, it's like Arlovsky beats pretty much anybody who is not in the top 15 right now. You know, that's pretty much what he does. In his last, I think his last five fights, he only lost to Espinal. Uh, he won against everybody else pretty much. Uh, before that, got knocked out by Rosenstroik. Last finish from Arlovsky dates from 2015 against Travis Brown. So he wins most fights with decision nowadays. Um, Vandara. Um, yeah, hasn't been really impressive to me. Yeah, the Tafa fight, the fight of the night, that was yeah, a good, it was a good fight. fight. No, With that nasty cut in his head. Yeah, yeah, but all these others, uh, Romanov, two two levels above him in my opinion. Uh, so he, he he challenged Spivak. Spivak took him down three times, you know, or every five times I think. Romanov took him down three times I think. So. Yeah, I I don't see it. He he won against Henry Hansacker in the second round, but. To be really honest, I think everybody beats Harry on soccer. But um Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I'm not trying to be mean, but he's not uh, like he's not bad for like regional scene, but he's yeah, like the king sure. of the cage type of guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So man, Arlovsky. Not maybe not with 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 a stoppage, but definitely a decision, man. I, I don't I'm really not gonna pick against Arlovsky in this fight. No way. Guys, I like Arlovsky a lot in this fight. I, I, you know, and he's a guy I almost always bet against, you know, almost every time because I'm like, his chin sucks, he's old, but guy's still winning. He's still looking good. And you know the biggest thing and the difference in this fight, guys, for me? The footwork. I just think his footwork's so good, you know, and he can win. He can win walking backwards like when he fought Chase Sherman, just dancing around, little jab here and there. Vandera's cardio is okay. I think Arlovsky's definitely got better cardio. He's got the better striking, I think, more technical. You know, Vandera could land a big punch and knock him out, but he's not really like one of his one punch knockout artists, like a Rosenstruck. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, mm -hmm. or he's more of like a Frozen Struck. No I'm kidding. Um, I like Vandera. Like, I, th I think he's an exciting guy. Honestly, I think he's, you know, some good fights. Like, the Taffa fight was fun to watch, but I, I, I just view this as kind of a bad fight for him, man, against a guy Orlovsky who has, you know, you can talk about experience. I mean, <laughs> he has 50, 50, 54 fights. This is his 55th fight, and Vader's got 18. So, again, big yeah. experience advantage, too, you know? 
Um, yeah, you you by the way made my you made my dad laugh the other day, man. It's I like, did? oh yeah, I was talking to him. I I said like, do you know how Adam calls Rosenstrike? He's like, no, I say Rosenstrike. Because <laughs> he doesn't. He, well, not every time, but those times where he just freezes up and just stands yeah. there, hate it, bothers me. I'm like, stop doing the Rosenstrike and do the Rosenstrike <laughs> and get me a knockout. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Like, Oh, by the way, Jerry Van Der, there's, uh, I, I pay, uh, it's kind of stupid, but like I use, I'm like on UFC stats all the time. They do change like the nicknames. Some guys get them, some guys take them off. He's not going by the mountain anymore. I don't know if you noticed that, Marcel. So no. not sure if he's going by a new nickname, but he's not the mountain anymore. So that's interesting. Okay. Anyways, I think Orlovsky wins the decision. What's the prop on that? Because you know what? That seems like the most likely way this fight ends. Um, plus 145. I'd rather mm. just take him straight at minus 140. In that case, it's not a ton of extra value, you know? Yeah. Let's go to the main card. We got Nazareth Hackpress against Bobby Green. Great fight to start off the main card, Marcel. I mean, this could be fight tonight. Two guys would like to strike. Minus 140, Bobby Green, Hackpress, plus 120. Go ahead. Yeah, man, Bobby Green. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Sorry. I, I, I apologize. We're going to get the comments in the last fight. Sorry, guys. Okay, Daniel okay. likes Orlovsky. Sorry. Alex says Orlovsky. Yeah, exactly. Footwork. That's what I like. A Loco likes the likes Jared if he keeps the volume. Uh, that was that's a good pick against uh, Felipe. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the guy's he's not bad, but I feel like Arlovsky can just win, like honestly, walking backwards, like just jabbing him and, and basically winning with that. That's it's it's exactly I think it's going to look like a sparring session. That's what I think it looks like, Marcel. It's in the big cage, too, guys. It's not in the small cage, so it's more room for him to move, too. Anyways, go ahead, Marcel. The next fight Bobby Green and Nazareth Hackbrost. Uh, Bobby Green came to UFC, I think he started 4 0, and uh. Then he got uh, some some personal uh, issues with with I think his brother got got murdered right and after that his brother got sh his other brother got shot went through a real dark period where he lost a lot of fights you know but now he looks very good as of lately man in my opinion even uh, the Rafael Fizia fight he lost he looked good in the third round remember and uh, Bobby Green has cardio for days you know and that's a strong point I think and. Um, if he doesn't, he he loves to 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 coast a little bit in some of those fights. Remember when he was like uh, he was walking forward and he was like shaking it off and that kind of stuff, you know. But he's he's kind of matured, I think, and he looked really good as of late, in my opinion. Um, if you look at Nasrat Hakparas, big talent still, I think, very young still, uh, good fighter, um, but has issues when he gets taken down man we saw that against dan hooker for example although dan hooker's is a good fighter no, no nothing else you know drew dober knocked him out as well he got some d decent wins but bobby green i expect bobby green to have more he has he has more experience and i expect him to use it in this fight so i'm taking bobby green with a decision win in this one i mean that's what i like too guys you know i think i think green wins by decision too i mean that seems like a really likely outcome doesn't it like Green by decision is plus one forty. Sorry, it's plus one sixty. So it's good odds, and I think that's what I think that's what Cash is here. I think he just basically outpoints out him. Um, the jab is money. Good head movement. Hackross is a good striker too. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think he's just gonna stand and bang. But you know, honestly, you look back at that Fizia fight, man. I mean, he really probably should have won the fight, Marcel. He landed one hundred and forty three strikes to one hundred and four. Now it's just the way MMA scored is by a round, right? So he lost yeah. two rounds and then just yeah. dominated the third. Hopefully, it doesn't happen here. You know. But I, I don't think Hackpress is like one of those dominant strikers. Like I remember he fought Rafa Garcia, you know, you know he's he wasn't doing that great in that fight, and then he got washed by Dan Hooker. I, does he get knocked out? Maybe I mean, dude, Dober knocked out. Bobby's coming off a huge knockout. Is it possible Bobby could knock him out? Maybe that's the value here. Let me take a look at that. Bobby by knockout. 
I mean, he could, he could stop Al Iaquinta. So yes, yeah. that's what. Well, Al, to be fair, Al said he quit. He did say he quit. He said I got punched hard and just tapped, basically gave up. Okay. Which a lot of guys do. They'll just you know they wait for the ref to cover up, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to take more damage if you're done. Yeah. But you know, he was mentally checked out. But still, I'm just saying, like plus four hundred, you know, against the guy who's been knocked out, it's possible. I feel mm-hmm. I do think a decision is more likely, though, guys. So that's my thought. Let me get the comments here. Don't know why Azra got a high ranked guy. Yeah, he got destroyed like by Hooker. You know what? To be fair, I did think he had a good chance to be Hooker, and he didn't. <laughs> I think has Nakarast a little desperate to go out for the win. Probably he needs the win. Bobby first round knock, dude. It's possible, man. I do think it's possible actually. The more I think about it, but again, the likelihood is the decision. And yes, his hands do get low, but man, you know the way he strikes is, is unique too, right? Because of the low hands, it was like who was the guy that they were talking about the other day? Bisping was saying like his hands are really low, and he. Uh, was it Jason Gore? Yeah, but I mean, Bobby yeah. Green's a much more accomplished striker. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nasrat could out volume Bobby Green. Ah, I don't see that. Do you? No. I don't think so either. I think he'd have to knock him out almost like Dustin Poirier did, where he's just being stupid. Remember that fight? Yeah, there was. Rockwell Kurt, who's yeah, the fr- like a dumbass. Like, also a pay per view opener, right? Yes. And why did he do that? He was like, come on, hit me in the face. <laughs> he's KO'd. It's like, why would you do that, dude? That was that was one of the dumbest fights he's ever had. Green wants to put on a show. Nasrat goes balls out. I think it's going to be a good fight. Bobby doesn't get knocked out. Nobody catches Green the same way Fizian was. Body work is not an Azrat thing. Yeah, I think I think Bobby Green wins this fight, guys. I, you know, honestly, I, I would just take it up minus one forty probably. You know, Marcel, why even bother taking the prop? I think he wins this fight, guys. I, I'm pretty confident he wins. You know, again, the experience is is huge in his favor. There's a lot of fights on this card like this, eh? Like he's got 40, 41 fights and Hackbrass only seventeen, so a big experience gap. And I know Bobby's a little older. That's one thing. Obviously, it's a knock, but I mean the guy. I think he's just a better fighter, Marcel. Way more experience in the UFC, and I've always liked Bobby Green, man. He's he's, he's a fun guy. He's, he's yeah. cool. All right, Kyle Kyler Phillips against Marcelo Rojo. Phillips is the biggest favorite in the card, minus four hundred. Rojo plus three twenty five. I'll give my thoughts on this one first. I'm a big Kyler Phillips fan. I, I I think that last fight. I don't like the decision in that fight. I think it was a draw. I don't like a majority decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a ten eight round. I believe is the first round. It should have been the uh, the proper scorecard. And I almost feel like people forget how good he is because he beat Song Yudong last year and he's not ranked anymore and Song Yudong's back in the rankings. So I feel like this guy is top 15 right now. Um, he's really good. And, you know, Rojo is a fun guy. And I think this could be fight of the night. I think it could be. Like, these guys are just, they're just warriors. Like, they're going to go balls out for as long as the fight goes. And they both have, you know, pretty good cardio, especially Rojo. But the one thing I'm looking at, Marcel, is I think that Phillips has got really good takedowns and grappling and Rojo's been submitted four times. So. I'm looking at – I think Kyler Phillips wins all day. I'll just say that right now because I think he's the better striker and grappler. As long as he doesn't gas out, I think he wins. Because Rojo does – man, he, he, he goes hard, right? But Rojo, four submission losses, Marcel. And I'm looking at Kyler Phillips by submission, guys. Um, I don't know what, what you guys are thinking about that, but I'm, I'm looking at him by submission, and it was plus 550 when I looked at it. So, again, you know, it's not like, – he only has one win by submission in his career, but it's not just the way you win. It's how your opponent loses too. And Rojo does not have good submission defense for what I've seen. So why would Phillips stand and trade with this guy? You know what I mean? Like I think that he can take him down and on the ground, I think he just kind of controls him and eventually submits him. So I like Phillips a lot in this fight. I think he finishes the fight. Uh, I don't think this fight goes the distance, but yeah, Phillips, but I'm leaning towards the submission a little bit. What do you think Marcel? 
I think you're horrible for real, Adam. I wanted to say this is my pick for fight of the night, and what does he say? This is going to be fight of the night. To be fair, I wrote that like a month ago on Twitter. Though. I was like, man, this fight is fucking fire, dude. So uh, <laughs> go ahead. I almost can't disappoint with these two, you know. Marcelo Rojo always comes to straw, always comes to scrap, you know. Um, we saw that in the Charles Jordan fight. This only fights in front of UFC. He lost that one. Was an amazing fight. Deserved fight of the night. Didn't got it. Um, so. If you look at Phillips, I fully agree with you, man. The Paiva fight could have been a draw, maybe should have been a draw. Um, got taken out of the rankings because they put Amali in it at a certain moment. And then they put Yadong back in it and Stamen out of it. So I feel like Phillips is kind of underrated. I think uh, for Rojo, this is a very tough second fight in the UFC after you losing your first one. Might be even a more tougher fight than his first one against Jordan, I think. And I fully agree with you. I have Phillips for a second round submission in this. There you one. go. Again, he only has one sub, which kind of surprised me when I looked at it. But, you know, Rojo's been subbed four times. So that's what I think happens. Um, and also, I want to say, Phillips, obviously. everybody's on Sean O'Malley, man. I think Phillips might be even... It might be even a bigger talent than Sean O'Malley, but hey, who am I? You know, I dude, I said the same thing I think on this podcast, and I kind of agree, you know, because he's more like well rounded. I know he lost the pie, was a letdown spot, I get it, but yeah, Phillips mm-hmm. the big cage. Thank you, Quez. It was it was a roast that he was talking about. It wasn't Gore. Um, okay. actually, he might have said the thing about Gore, but it was a roast that I was meant, I was kind of thinking about. Okay, let's go to the next fight. So we both like Phillips, and you know, as far as a parlay piece goes, I mean, I like him a lot. I, I feel like he wins, you know, all day. I think, like I said. I like him more than Casey O'Neill a little bit, the same price. That's my thoughts on that, though. Um, let's go to the next fight. Jared Kamier and Derek Brunson. Um, and I'll start with this one, too. So the odds on this fight, minus 165 for Jared Kamier, plus 145 for Derek Brunson. Um, I was talking a little bit about Kamier uh, last night on Twitter. I put a tweet out just saying, like, basically, I think this guy's, you know, his record is 7-5, which is not good, right? But if you look closely, it's like, man, he's fought three different weight classes. He's fought, like, four champions. He has wins over four champions. He's a guy that you know can knock you out. He's a guy that can uh, he can grapple a little bit like, defensively, especially. And you know, since moving up to uh, or moving down, excuse me, to middleweight, I mean, he's looked phenomenal. Um, I think this is a terrible matchup for Derek Brunson, guys. I think this is a really, really bad match matchup for Derek. And yes, I have said that in some of the other fights he's had recently, but I'm way more convinced of Derek because he's way more proven than guys like Till and Shabazian and Holland. Way more proven. Jared's got great cardio. He can go three hard rounds. He, he almost knocked out Robert Whitaker, I believe, in that third round of that fight. I remember Marcel, he had, he had a broken arm and almost knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy looked amazing against Gaslam, I thought. He looked great in that fight. Knocked down, outstruck him. Uh, gets J- Jack Hermanson. That's the fight. That's why I like him in here because Jack is a great grappler, too. One for six in the takedowns. Even though he took him down, he couldn't do anything. Once he got up, he knocked him out like brutally. So I like Canyon here, man. And again, Brunson, you know. He's only lost one decision in his career. It was to Kendall Grove. It was a fight he should have won. I remember watching that fight. It was 2010, I think, or 11 for show fight promotion. I was looking at his record today. I'm like, I remember that fight. He got robbed in that fight. He should have won that fight, guys, um, to be fair. But the other losses are all by knockout. And he's got five knockout losses here. Kanyer's got big power. Kanyer by knockout. And I feel pretty good about this one. This is one of my more confident picks on the card. I really like Kanyer by KO in this fight, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. I absolutely love it because I'm going completely the different way. There we go. There we go. So I think uh, Cannoneers definitely has an advantage on the feet. He has a lot of power, you know. But man, Blonde Brunson's going to take him down three rounds. You know, that's how he's going. That's how we. Yeah, sure. and that's he always going to win. It's it's going to be either a very uh, very entertaining fight with Jarrett winning, 
or a very boring fight with Brunson taking the fight to the ground and out wrestling Jared Cannonier. And that's what I expect, man. So for me, I, I can listen, man, I can put a, a lot of more talk about it, but I just think that Brunson wins the decision here against uh, Cannonier. No, totally fair. Like, so I, I'm honestly surprised you're going against the Sanford guy, man. That's so not you. I know, I know. <laughs> I have been a little bit lately. Like, I love the guys, right? I love the team. But, you know, I I just, I like him. I really like him in this matchup, man. I think he's looked phenomenal middleweight. He's definitely found his weight class. And really, I mean, again, the Whitaker fight was so close. And Whitaker is, like, right there, right? So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. He hasn't First, fought man, in six months now. So it's very possible, man. It's very possible. So, yeah. 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 But I think by knockout. Let me get these comments. Alex likes Brunson. There you go. Joe likes Brunson. Alex said he's going to grind him. Uh, and hurt. That's what I think. Because I think it's the same fight. That's honestly, I think he probably does take him down once and then gets up and knocks him out. Finally beat Barry last week. This week, I beat Brunson. Jared for the win. Yeah, I hope so. He likes Jared too. Matthew. Yeah, I like him too. By knockout. That's plus 125. It's not a ton of value. What's what's round one? If here did win, what round do you think he would win in, Marcel? Ooh, Jared. Yeah. One or two? I think if Jarrett wins, it's one or two, yeah. But um, yeah, plus two ninety in round one, plus five fifty round two. Maybe then I would go with good. round two. You could. Do you think Kanier could win the decision? I don't think so, right? Like he would win by knockout, right? I'd be surprised, man, because yeah, I expect the longer the fight stay it goes, the more it takes advantage for Brunson. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I think, and um, it's yeah. also. Uh, guys, people say Brunson also at uh, how do you say that was a little bit gas in the later rounds in this last fight. This is a three rounder, it's not a five rounder. So yeah. take that in mind. Yeah, coming event Derek Lewis against Taichi Besa. I love this fight. I mean, someone's gonna get knocked out. Obviously, it's gonna be so much fun to watch. Minus one eighty, Derek Lewis plus one sixty. Taichi Besa. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty pretty convinced in, in this one, to be really honest, man, because I think there is a kind of a gap in quality, you know, and no disrespect to Taito Ivaza, who's done very well since going 3-3 three and three with UFC, coming back and look good. But the guys he, he fought, he, he was supposed to win against, I think, you know, and uh, I think the last one, the Sakai fight, he, he did well, but the first round wasn't good, you know, but he knocked him out in the second round. Um if you look at Lewis, Lewis actually only lost to the guys who were really good, you know, against Cyril Gan. Uh, you know, I disagree against... with that. I'm going to say why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and disagree because I've watched him fight his whole career. He has lost to guys like Matt Mitri and Sean Jordan. I, you know I, mean, I mean, last lately, you you got to let me finish my sentence, fair, Adam. Fair enough. Adam I'm just Martin. saying, Marcel, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> so, right, I apologize. I didn't want to jump. No but problem. I just, you know, I remember those fights very well because I lost money on them. Both those yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, let's say in the beginning when you started the UFC – but he was a top tire back then. He is now, you know, and he still has flaws in his game, you know, with the wrestling, with the ground game. But I don't think he has to be really worried about that in this fight, you know, because Ty also want to stand and bang. Thing is, I was pleasantly surprised with his fight against Dawkins, you know, because I was thinking Dawkins was going to win that fight. And Dawkins didn't. And Lewis looked good in that fight, you know. And he, he looked like trash again in the Gang fight. Let's be really honest. And now he's back in front of his own, of in front of his own crowd, and he wants to make something right there, you know. So I expect Lewis to win this fight. I'm going with the first round knockout for Derek Lewis in this one. There we go. Yeah, that's okay. So I love Derek Lewis, dude. I've literally been betting on him so many times in his career, and like I said, I've been let down by him though. So I'm like, yeah, he hasn't. Lost. You're right. Lately, he's only been losing the top guys, but. I don't know. I feel like you can kind of say the same about Ty. Like, Ty's only lost to really good fighters, too. Like, Spivak's top 15, I think, still. But Goya's 
JDS also would, would, would Lewis and if would Lewis lose to guys like Blagoy and Spivak? You think that's the uh, question? Didn't I thought he fought? He did fight Lewis, and he should have lost the decision. So yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know he, it was kind of a bad decision in my opinion. Um, and I'm, I say it again, I like Derek Lewis, but. Is, he should have, have lost to Latifi as well, to be really honest. I think. But, yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying, man. He's gotten some like Roy Nelson too, dude. But but the thing but is, these, grapplers, I know, these guys are, are wrestling and yes, grappling. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. But but he's also been knocked up by Matt Mitrione, Sean Jordan, Junior DeSantos, Mark Hunt, Cyril yeah. Gone. He's got a bad chin too, guys. Sorry, but he does. Derek Lewis is a uh, he's definitely got power. He's a knockout artist, but he's got a weak chin too, and. You guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm looking. I'm, I'm thinking about Tai Two Base in this fight, guys, by knockout. Um, I think he's got the faster hands, and I think you can knock him out. And I think it's going to surprise a lot of people, but I don't think it's going to surprise me when it happens. I like Two Base by knockout, guys, plus 260. I just think he's got faster hands, Marcel. I think, you know, it's going to be, I don't think this fight's going to end quickly, guys, like in the first minute, maybe. Like, I really could see it ending that fast. Um, I think they're just going to go and stand and trade, and, and someone's going to get clipped and knocked out. And I feel like it's going to be. Tie catching there because if you watch, yeah, you watch that Hunsucker fight, the hand speed was beyond fast. And the Greg Hardy fight, he did get clipped, and then Greg ran in and bang, the it was fast. But if he gets clipped by Lewis, yeah. true. But what if Lewis gets clipped by Ty? You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, okay, okay, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? it's a heavyweight that fight. goes 50 50. Yeah, it's a heavyweight fight. I feel like it's kind of a coin flip, honestly. Mm -hmm. So at plus 160, I have to take a shot on Ty. And this was another fight I was kind of going back and forth on. That's why it's an underdog, right? Like, it's not easy to pick underdogs, but. You know, I love I love Derek Lewis, but again, he's an older guy. He's 38, you know, and again, he's been knocked out so many times in the UFC. I'm just not convinced, Marcel. And he just got knocked out two fights in Houston, guys. He looked so bad in that fight. I don't know. It's unbelievable. You have no idea how many times I've faded Lewis, you know? Dude, I'm the guy who picks him every fight. I'm the opposite. I pick him every fight. And he's been, you know, he's mostly won for me, but there's been those fights where he just really shit the bed, and I just worry about it, you know? So... Nah, this could look really stupid, obviously, on Monday. And I'll, I'll I'll eat my words if I'm wrong about this one, obviously, Marcel. But, you know, for me, it's... Am I going to be surprised if Derek Lewis ends by knockout? No, obviously, right? I'm going to make a pick, though. I'm looking at tie two days by knockout. We've got to be surprised if Derek Lewis wins by submission. <laughs> if someone gets submitted, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's go to the comments, guys. Whoa, tons of... No, a lot of comments on this fight. So, you guys <laughs> like this one. Let's hear your guys' thoughts on this fight. Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Crowd tell loves two base and if he wins, he better do a shoe. There's no one poor hot sauce in repeat the Dawkins fight. Maybe. I mean, to be fair, I was surprised with that result. You know, the fact the way it was so dominant. Black beef and knockout. Daniel likes two base too. I like his dude, so do I, man. I think he's got better boxing too. I agree. Derek Lewis probably hits a little bit hard. I mean, they both hit hard. You know, Lewis is a bomber, no doubt, but I, I kind of agree that his boxing and his hands are hand speed are just a little faster. Yeah, I kind of agree with Matthew, too. It is risky, Matthew. That's why I think it's dog or pass. Why would you want to lay minus 200 on a heavyweight fights against the guy who knocked you out? I just think it's not a great, you know, bet on, on Lewis, my opinion, but I could be wrong. Ty got stunned by Sakai. Yeah, and then Brimley knocked him out a second later. And Greg, yeah. Ty's going to sting Lewis and then get put out no shoes with Ty. That could happen, too. Black Beast in H-Town. We'll see. Lewis seems to have a handle on his chronic lower back. Yeah, that's the other thing, Kevin. He had, you know, he's a guy who's had a lot of weight issues and back issues and stuff. Well, based on the weight. You know, it, actually, you know, I want to look at the weigh-ins too for this fight because you know Derek sometimes comes out of shape, right? But when he comes in shape, he often looks very good in the fight. The JDS fight didn't look good. It didn't, dude, it didn't look good for both guys though. They both got knocked up by JDS. Like guys, remember this? They both got knocked up by JDS. They both lost to Bugoy in close fights, but they both lost. Lewis loses the people dance around for two rounds. Lewis will knock out anyone. Was toe tie will. Yeah, it's possible. I almost got knocked out. 
Yeah, and then and then two bases knocked him out. You're not crazy. Ty the leg kicks. Joe likes Ty. Oh, interesting. Never mind likes Ty. I got some Ty lovers here too. There we go, baby. This one is the best bet in the card. Uh, in this fight, sorry. The fight ends in knockout for either guy. That is the best bet. In the, what are the odds on that? I gotta see. Um, either fighter wins by knockout or something. I th- like I think some of the not every book has that, but that is a good bet. Um, how about this one? The fight ends in round one by knockout, t- minus one fifteen. That is a great bet. What's what's uh, the fight ending via decision? What's uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait wait either fighter or yeah either fighter wins by majority deci- by unanimous decision plus five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Either fighter wins unanimous decisions plus 500. I just don't yeah. see that happening, man. Someone's getting knocked out. I'm looking at that. Yeah, like I said, that. Yeah, I think it's not a bad bet. First round knockout for either guy. Because I don't, this fight's not going to last long. Also, no. there's also a prop. Not again, not every book has this, but there's a prop at, what book is this? DraftKings plus 500 in the fight ending in the first minute. I think there's a very good chance of that happening. What do you think? Yeah. Five to one it's odds. Pretty definitely good. Po- definitely possible, man. Yeah. Let's go here. Kristen said 50-50. Two bad performances. Yeah, that's right. The Latifi fight you should have lost too, man. Yeah. Oh, he's got two bases. There we go. Uh, fight's going to be about who's tougher. That could come down to that too. One fighter's training like he's a fighter. One is Derek Lewis. I love Lewis, but he's a trainer with his tie. That's true too, I, I think. I mean, we'll see. I don't know if Derek's, Derek's been knocked out five times though. Ty's been knocked out once. Why does Ty have a bad chin all of a sudden, guys? Like, Derek's the guy with the weak chin in my opinion, you know? He has obviously had harder fights, you know, to be fair, but like what you guys saying, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the big cage is going to be interesting. I think it's definitely going to, you know, no, man, we're not forgetting at all. We've all mentioned that. I think it's been mentioned like a few times now. Uh, but again, he knocked him out a second later. Why are we forgetting that? Like he got clipped and knocked the guy out. Why are we literally forgetting that Derek Lewis has been knocked out five times at the UFC? Like he's legitimately been knocked out that many times. Ty has been knocked out once. So... That's what I'm saying. Why? Why is everyone? Say, I'm complete with you. Why is all of a sudden Ty have a weak chin compared to Derek? If he knocks him out, obviously it wouldn't surprise you guys. Derek loses the knockers, but it's really unfair to say he's got a worse chin. It's really not fair at all. You know. Um, let's get his comments. Ty needs to lose his belly. Where the <laughs> that's funny. Guys, I saw earlier book with Olenek. What injury? Uh, oh, I think uh, Cole broke that news. I don't know what injury it was. You know what it was? Yeah, but I'm really not allowed to tell. Okay, him, no so. worries. You can't say. Hopefully, it wasn't his dick again because I know he got kicked in the the nuts in that fight. Was it? What was it? Uh, what was the fight again? Uh, Espino. Espino. Yeah, you got you got. Uh, people, st- you, you know, nuts. people are really uh, doubting that he had really something. But I heard from his manager that he went to the hospital and he couldn't move his legs for eight yeah. hours because there was a certain nerve that got got touch with that he didn't get kicked hard but there was a certain nerve and he couldn't even stretch his leg or whatever you know yeah. so yeah yeah and i you know andrew like i understand what you're saying i get it but again one knockout lost to jds who also knocked out derrick lewis plus derrick's been knocked out by matt mitrione sean jordan zero gone mark hunt and I, there might be another one forgetting so we'll see i'm just saying like i, I don't know but i don't know i'm not convinced guys like i i think that you know Someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I think it's going to be Ty knocking out. And I love the disagreement because it's good, you know? We have to disagree sometimes, and uh, I'm glad we get into these, like, you know, spirited debates. Let's go to the main event. Robert excuse me, Adrian Adesan against Robert Whittaker 2, the rematch. First fight happened in 2019 now, three years ago. Adesan won by knockout. I really liked Adesan in that first fight. He was a – I think he was, like, minus 110 or minus 115. It was, like, a pick and price, if I'm not mistaken. Really low odds. 
Um, and now he's minus 300. Yeah, the first time they fought, he was oh, – uh, yeah, the first time they fought – yeah, he was minus 130 close. So it was Pegasus and Pickham. Now he's minus 300. Robert's plus 220. So the odds are way different now. Um, give me your thoughts on the main event, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on this fight. The main event – and you guys can tell us in the chat too who you guys like. But the odds are definitely heavier than the last time. It's almost three times as much. So give me your thoughts. Talking about a much-deserved rematch, right? Um, yeah, the thing is, man, as much as it hurt me to say, I mean, you know I'm a huge Robert Whitaker fan. I think Izzy is too quick for him, you know? I think Israel Adesanya is too technical and too quick on the feet. I know Robert said he wanted to look at how Jan Blachowicz did it, you know, but Jan Blachowicz is a 205-er, you know, and he has more probably more power, he's more heavy in his wrestling than Robert Whitaker is. So I think it will be very difficult. Plus, Adesanya is not bad on the ground. We saw it when people want to take him down. It's not easy. And to hold him there is even also not easy. So, um, no, man, to be really honest, I think Adesanya wins. And I think he wins early, man. I think he wins a knockout TKO in the first round. But I hope, as a fan, I hope I'm wrong because I really want to see a good fight, you know, and I want to see... Listen, man, I'm a big Whitaker fan, so I don't want to see him go out like that, but I expect Adesanya to win. Yeah, you know, I definitely think that, uh, obviously, Whitaker's looked amazing, guys. Like, he's really looked good lately, mm -hmm. you know? And he's and the thing I've liked about what he's done, Marcel, he's improved his game. Like, he's evolved his game. He's not just striking now. He can take you down a little bit like he did to Gaslam. So, he's looked good. And, you know, against Till, he looked good. Even against Kander, you get cracked in that third round, but still, he looked good in that fight overall. I mean, you know... You talk about a guy who's really bounced back from a loss. Well, I mean, it's, it's this guy, right? He absolutely deserves a rematch. But I just look at this as a bad matchup for him, man. You know, he's fighting a guy who, you know, Whitaker won most of his fights by just kind of being a good defensive wrestler and being a great striker with fast hands and big power. Well, Izzy's got faster hands. Well, Izzy's got more power. Well, Izzy's got kicks. Well, Izzy's taller. He's longer. It's a terrible matchup for Robert Whitaker, in my opinion. You know, the only way Whitaker wins, in my opinion, is if he takes him down like Blahovitz does, but. We saw what Vittori couldn't do that. You know, and if anything, I saw you kind of showed that he was the better proper against Vittori in this division. You know, if Whitaker was at 205, maybe, but I think at 185, I don't really see Adesanya losing. To, I, don't, I really don't think anyone's going to beat him, Marcel. Mm -hmm. um, Strickland might have, like, the best style, like, to face him because he's going like, to get in his face. And But even that, he's going to probably get kicked and just lose a decision. So, like, I don't think he loses to anyone in this weight class, honestly. Now that, you know what I mean, Marcel? And as good as Robert Whitaker is, I just think Izzy's got his number. I, I think, but here's the question for me. It's like, does he knock him out of your decision? That's that's the thing I'm having a hard time with, kind of back and forth on it. But, you know, I was, I was listening to Eugene Behrman's interview the other day with um, the Submission Radio. It was a great interview. Talked about all these guys. And one of the things he mentioned was he thinks Robert's going to be way less, um, like, anxious in the fight and would be more, like, reserved and kind of stay on the outside. He feels like the fight's going to go later this time. And I kind of feel the same way because I watched the fight again, Marcel, the first one, and Marcel, like Robert was like just going for like he was he was fighting dumb like he doesn't fight like that normally he's, like you know winging shots he basically left his chin exposed which he doesn't really do that often mm -hmm. so it's possible he gets knocked out again but I'm leaning a little towards the decision this time it's just a slight lean but yeah I think Izzy wins guys and I think he is a good parlay piece because I think he wins so I like him here let me get these comments guys Izzy's a lock again I hate the word Tristan but I think he wins uh Romanov's injury is legit I hope okay we're talking about that one why? I don't know, Glenn. I actually no, Glenn. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Great question. In the Eugene Behrman interview, Samisha Rayo asked him, "Do you like the way the UFC is promoting Israel?" And guess what Eugene said? 
He said, lads, no comment. I, I have thoughts on that. I can't comment at this time. That's what he said. So there is something up, Glenn. You're right. There is something up. Is he is this the last fight in his contract or something? Like, I'm not sure what's going on. Is he is he taking a stance of solidarity with Francis and Garno because of what's going on with him? He's I think they're really good friends, right? So I'm not sure, but the, he's right. The card really hasn't been promoted as much, right, Marcel? You noticed that? Even like you said, yeah. Dean said the same thing. So also, normally when Israel Adesanya fights, you see like a Trazillion videos from the UFC about Israel Adesanya, you know, yeah. about yeah. his knockouts, and you don't see it right now. So yeah. I can I bet on Whitaker looking better the first time getting smashed again? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you know what, Matthew? I think over 3.5 is not bad. I, I kind of with you on that one because I'm leaning towards the decision a little bit. Someone gets finished, possibly. Um, Sarah Silva, Frank. Exactly, exactly. I mean, Rich Frank was a great fighter, man. I met him once, too. Rich was awesome. You know, actually, it was one that I think he was the first fighter I ever met. And I did the stare down thing with him, like where we were like this, like for a picture. It was like staring into like the eyes of hell, man. It was crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine what those guys, it was like stare, it was like staring into like someone who didn't have a soul, Marcel. And we were just doing it finally after he's like, all right, man, nice to meet you. And I'm like, holy crap. And I did the same thing with Vanderlei Silva when I met him at my gym too. They came in for autographs years ago, like 10 years ago. And it was just crazy, man. Like the way these guys, like they're just built different, man. These guys are built different, Marcel. Is that where you got that piece from behind you, the autograph one? Yes, yeah, so I met, uh, Vanderlei came. I, I had the toy already, um, yeah. round five. I don't think they make those anymore, but they're cool. No. And, I, and he signed it. So I have a bunch of them. Cool. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. See, logo exactly. I didn't see your comment until I mentioned it, but yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I just saw it the other day. I watch a lot of YouTube, and it just popped up on my like, uh, you know, my playlist, and I'm like, all right, let's watch this. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right about that. The pressure was a lot. Marcel first round finish, healthy Whitaker be faster, stronger, no ring rust, plus Whitaker's fight IQ digs deep. Yeah, it's true. He's he's a smart fighter. If Whitaker adopts game plan akin to what y'all did, refused to engage and stick to pure cowering, how successful would you be? Maybe that's the way you'd have to win the fight, maybe. But again, the reach advantage, the reach, the reach disadvantage is huge. It's seven inches, guys. So like, I just feel it's too much, you know, Marcel. Like, if he count, he'd have to have a longer reach to be able to do that. I think. Yeah. Kinshiro thinks he's going to lose. I don't know about this one. I think he wins this fight. Eight loco. Yeah, there's some tension there behind the scenes. Uh, Kamayev, you some type can give Izzy prompt. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Muniz or whatever. Well, yeah, Muniz is a guy. Good, good call, guys. I think Muniz is really good. Um, Whitaker's more dimensions. Yeah, it's great. Helwani claims. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Two fights left. So, again, you know, this fight and then one more, right? It'd be interesting. Um, if he comes with everything to lose against the most dangerous opponent, that's true. It's actually very true. Comments of Dana tweet on Usman into a different light. Uh, what did Dana say to Usman? I didn't see it. What did he say? Do you know? Um, he said uh, the pound for pound champion is uh, now getting his uh, surgery going and he put a picture of his. Uh, his uh, cut in his hand that was yeah i saw uh, the cut i saw the picture of that i didn't see the uh the tweet maybe maybe anyways i think that's it for today guys i mean it was a lot of fun good show man that you saw uh bellator's uh press release where they say like uh bellator coming to london with the biggest card of the year (laughs) i was like that's the kind of shade to the usc but the usc does it sometimes as well so i was like yeah fair play no totally totally fair uh no i didn't see it (laughs) um (laughs) Anyways, yeah, I think that's it for today. I mean, we talked about the whole card and we did some news and stuff, and we got some news broken here. Our boy Eight Loco breaking that fight between Rockwell and, and Paul Costa. Marcel, you better get on the horn. <laughs> shit, officially. Still want to know who this guy is. I want to know who you are, man. Anyways, let's get out of, let's get out of here, Marcel. Plug your stuff. Let's go. Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, my articles are on eurosport.nl slash mixed martial arts. 
Follow me on Twitter at MM, MM Adam Martin. Twitter, um, you guys can follow us, uh, the podcast, maoddsbreaker.com. So on YouTube, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. It's like everywhere you can get a podcast. So like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. I never say this stuff. I got to start saying this stuff. Like we need more likes. We need more subscribers. You know this stuff. No, I, I like the natural growth here, but we love new people too, guys. So I, I appreciate the new, the newer folk that you know showed up in the last couple chats. Obviously, we have a great group of guys here as well. So great show. Marcel, like, um, go ahead. Like, share, and subscribe. Never do that again. Let's <laughs> get out of here, guys. I'll be back uh, with Marcel Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern, recap this card. I should mention Bookies, a uh, new website right before I have my best bets coming out. And uh, I have a uh, podcast I'll do on Twitter Spaces on Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern with a colleague there. So it's going to be fun. Yep. What do you think about my Snorlax head? It looks exactly like you, my man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, it. guys. Have a great night. Peace. Good luck on your bets.